Good afternoon, happy Wednesday, wherever you are in the world. I'm in my office in Brandon, um, having a great time. Um, I, uh, I'm really looking forward to today's show. I think it's, it's really funny because when I first started doing Access, I was like, yeah, I'm older than I am. I'm not 19 years old because I was facilitating all these courses and traveling around and people were taking me really seriously. And so I always thought I had to hide how old I was. And uh, now at the ripe old age of 22, <laughs> I, uh, I'm a lot more open about it. And now it's like I'm really seeing it as an inspiration to people, especially young people, but really to anybody. Of like, like I know so many people who are in access who say, you know, oh, if I had these tools when I was your age. And then there's a point of view there that they're too old to change certain things or it's too late in life. And uh, so I'm, I'm really excited to have this conversation um, today um, about age, young, crazy, stupid, all of the crazy things me and Andrew have done um, and like where we want to go with our lives. So uh, welcome, Dr. Andrew Gardella. Thanks for being on today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm kind of really excited about this. Yeah. Especially after that, were, it was like... What's I that? Know, you, I said, uh, you talking that way, you know, about all that stuff. I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that when you asked me for a title. I was just like, I don't know, this popped in my head and it seems fun. Okay, that was a great title. I was just going to say, Andrew was the one who named this show. And I absolutely love it. And there was a lot of buzz on Facebook about it. So I'm I'm excited to dive in. Yeah, so... so go ahead. Uh, I... What do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I have a lot of ideas and, and things, but I guess we could start by talking about, you know, what I want to talk about us being young people um, facilitating and doing things, you know, like I, I would say I'm into, like well into my career at a young age, and I would say that you are too. Um, and I kind of wanted to talk about like where we started from, where you started from, and like what access is for you and why you are choosing this way of life as opposed to other ways of living. So, so basically like, where did you start? Oh, uh, wow. Who are you, doctor? Who Gardner? am I? Uh, wow. That's, um, I guess I, I think it, it all acts like the kind of like facilitating and just kind of looking at things from a different point of view and all that really started when I was in undergrad. Mm-hmm. And I was just looking at these studies, and basically, the, I didn't have the words then, but basically, they kept showing that point of view creates your reality. You know, so they would, but there were just all this phenomena, and then I was looking into, like, how autistic um, kids function, and just how they, like, all these extraordinary capacities people had, and, and it was just, like, all this different stuff. Um, but it was all kind of, like, slowly but surely, like, theory of mind stuff and kind of very heady intellectual stuff. But, but you know, what I know now is that it was really fringing upon, like, point of view creates your reality. And right. then I went okay, to chiropractic. So, wait, can I, can I just cut you there? I, yes, you What can. is point of view creates your reality? Let's just explain that for anybody who maybe hasn't heard the concept. Well, it, point of view creates your reality is your point of view, so your beliefs, your attitudes, your considerations, your emotions, your uh, thoughts, um, feelings, all those things um, create your reality or how you look at things. So it's kind of like the easiest way I describe it to a lot of people is if I gave you red glasses on, Julia, 
mm-hmm. and you wore those glasses, you'd see everything with a shade of red. Because your point of view is behind the lens of red. So everything has a rose-colored view of the world. Um, and that's kind of the simplest way, I guess, to describe it. Julia, did I lose you? Well, that's interesting. Julia. 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 Sorry, I'm back. I totally got kicked off. <laughs> well, I just thought it was something I said. So, um, so where were you? I don't know. I was just saying your name a couple times because I didn't really know what else to do to fill the dead space. Um, we were talking about point of view creates reality. Right. So you were telling me you were giving me red glasses. Yeah. And so if you have the red glasses, you look out at the world and everything has a shade of red. Right. Hey, that's a really good way of putting it. Um, okay, so sorry, you were continuing your way through undergrad. Um, and yeah, from there I went to chiropractic school and just kind of started reading more and more like, like about that. And it kind of just led me on to see, like, I was always looking for what else was possible, even though I didn't have the phrase, what else was possible. I'm like, okay, what else, what else, what else, what else? And um, long story short, that's kind of how, what led me to access. I, I kind of got to the point where I was have a, having some difficulty being in school, um, kind of really questioning maybe I was really crazy and stupid for coming, going right back into three and a half years more school after I just finished four years of school. Um, And I just kind of said there had to be something out there that was fun and that I had enjoyed and that was interesting and empowering people and like actually empowering people and not like saying they were but not. Right. Um, And then access showed up. Because I I just kind of got really, um, I don't, chiropractic school, was a lot of like, you know, you just had to do it this way and this is what you got to do and that's the way it's going to be done, so just do it that way. And I don't very do very well in boxes. I couldn't see you doing very well at all in a box. Um, yeah, so that's, and then access showed up kind of, just kind of fell into my lap later and I was like, oh, I asked for this. I was okay. like, oh, that's cool. So um, what made you decide to become a facilitator? Because uh, it's awesome. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this looks like fun." Okay. So uh, did, there wasn't um, a lot of thought in it. Right, you just went for it. I think that's the way that it happens when you really know that something is right for you. You just yeah. do it. Like so, like if you have to contemplate and think and worry and wonder, maybe it's not the best thing. But those things that just pop up and uh, are easier, usually the things for me that have turned out the best. 
Yeah, I like yeah. that. And I, I think that kind of is the idea of the title of the show, too, is it's just like um, we all have those things that we choose without reason and justification and just because they're fun. And it's like this reality seems or everyone else seems to say, well, why are you choosing it? You know, if you don't have a reason or a justification for it or something, you know, you're kind of crazy and you're stupid. And if you're youthful, then you're just young too. You know, it's just like... Oh, okay. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like people write that off as like, oh, you're just being young and crazy and stupid. Right. You have no awareness it takes to create... Yes. One day he'll grow. (laughs) And into the real world. Do they know? Little do they know. Yeah, there's a lot of energy on that. So um, everything that is... Yeah. Yes, everything that is, and all the apple, alphabet soup and apple pie soup connected <laughs> to that. Yeah. Which is really cool. Can we just try and create it? Right and yes. wrong, good and bad, pot and talk, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And for those of you that don't know what apple pie, or alphabet soup and apple pie soup is, it's kind of like this. Alphabet soup. So, you know, alphabet soup has all these letters in it where everything is there and you can spell out all these things. It's kind of like all this energetic stuff of limiting you. And Paxos just shortened it to alphabet soup and apple pie soup because I like saying it. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jamming out. Awesome. So, yeah, I don't know where we were. So, um, um, We were just talking about being young, crazy, and stupid, and never growing up. I remember um, Gary once, Gary Douglas, who founded Access Consciousness, once told me that I never ever have to grow up, and me thinking that I have to grow up and get serious is one of the things that's limiting me the most in my life. Wow. And I was like, oh. That's serious. Right? <laughs> Tell me not to get serious and then something like serious like that. It's just Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. every everywhere that you're trying to grow up and get serious and get on living your life, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yes. Awesome. Right, wrong, good that all nine pod talk shorts, boys and beyond. Yeah. And the, another thing that comes with being young is being willing to be judged. Because I think yeah. that, I mean, it depends. But, like, as we get older, we get stuck in our ways and we're not willing to put ourselves out on, on a limb and try new things or look like an idiot or do things wrong. And I think that's yeah. one of the biggest parts of being young, crazy, and stupid. Well, yeah, it just seems people get, um, the, the more points of view they put on themselves of, oh, I can't do that or I can't be that or I can't do that. And it's it's amazing just in my life, like, where I, I realize I've done that, you know, where I've stopped myself from being something or choosing something just because I said that. And it's and just now, knowing what I know now and the awareness I have, it's like the, the amount of energy that you just cut out of your world um, because you're like, oh, I could never do that or I could never be that. It's just, it's really silly. It is actually crazy and stupid and not the kind of cute crazy and stupid that we're talking about, but, like, actually crazy and stupid. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. Like, you have to have a willingness to, 
like within consciousness, it's not for the weak of heart because you have to be willing to fall on your face every single day and get back up and like learn how to walk in a new way all the time. You know, yeah, like it's kind of fun. It, well, it is really fun. I, yeah, I didn't make it sound very fun, but it is. You didn't. But it's like the adventure of living. Yeah, it's it's it's. Um, I think it's the just, and and I think that's more like where you're young because, like, a lot of it is like a lot of the theory and everything is oh you're worth looking to define who you are and everything, and in access it's a completely different thing because we're looking to to find the undefined you, you know, that's not definable the being that you actually are. And so it's like there's so much of youth and like this adventure and this searching that's actually looking for that, but it's mistaken and like turned into a definition um, that it's, I just got that awareness. So all the definitions of you you created when you were looking to find you that's still confining you, will you destroy and uncreate all of those? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. Say that again. I didn't actually catch what you said. I think that I it, it might be my issue. Let me see. So, um, like the part, the lead up to it or just the clearing? The lead up. Oh, well, I said it, it's just interesting how much, um, you know, like when you're youthful, like they're, they're saying you're supposed to like define yourself and like choose a career and like figure out what works for you and all this stuff. Um, but it's from this point of you're supposed to define and limit it, limit it. You know, so right. it's like you're searching for you and like what you are and the gift you are to the world and like your uniqueness. And then you come along these things that match it. But instead of like asking a question, which we talk about, or like, you know, like, oh, this is cool. And what else? We go into like, oh, this is me. So you define yourself in this one area and cut off all the other things you are. Because as like an infinite being, there isn't anything you couldn't be or do. Right. Um. So what was what was our uh, I forget the clearing. It was something about what have you defined yourself as in order to find you that now can find you? I think that works. It yeah, rhymes. Everything that is times it gets and we destroy and uncreate it all. Yeah. Ooh, well, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Cool. And and, and the weird thing is, um, with that, because Gary Douglas has a really cool quote that I love, and it's definition by definition alone is a limitation. Right. So it's like we find these things that are really cool, that it, like invigorate us, that energize us, and then we define that as who we are. And from that moment forward, we start creating that it becomes a limitation. And like all that energy and all that receiving we had and all this like amazingness starts being dwindled down, and it starts not being fun, which is kind of unfun. <laughs> right. No, that makes total sense. Um, can you run a clearing on that one? Um, sure. Uh, so what have you defined as you that now can find you that if you uh, that isn't any fun? Or, no. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. All, right. all right, there we go. I there like it, it a lot. Everything that is, I'm glad. You know, as long as you like it, then we're okay. <laughs> Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and talk, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. 
Right. And it's, you know, it's just interesting with that because, it, you know, all of a sudden it's like when you say, like, oh, this is what you're going to do for the rest of your life or this is what I'm going to choose, like, day in and day out. It's like you eliminate all the other choices and then all of a sudden you feel boxed in because you just basically boxed yourself in. Right. And, and then if you're I like, had to think of doing something every day for the rest of my life, I would die. Well, you could do something. It could just be a different something. <laughs> I guess if I if I didn't do something every day, I would be dead. So you have just remember, point. breathe. That's like the joke about the blonde that had the hair plugged in. You should tell that joke. Um, okay, so so a blonde walks in through the hairdresser with earplugs in, and she's like, "I need a haircut. Whatever you do, don't take the the earplugs out or the earbuds, the thingies that go in your ear that tell you stuff." Um, and the hairdresser's like, why? She's like, just don't do it, okay? And so the hairdresser's starting cutting the hair, and she's like, you really need to take them out. And the blonde's like, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. And so, you know, the hairdresser goes on, and she's like, no, you really need to take them out. And then at one point, the hairdresser finally gets like, you know what, screw this. I'm just going to take them out. And then she takes them out, and then a sec- uh, like 30 seconds later, the blonde falls out of the chair and onto the floor, dead. And the hairdresser's like, what the hell was in the earplugs I was playing? And then she goes and listens to the earplugs, or buds, and it says, uh, breathe. 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 You know, so, you know, if you didn't do something, you'd be in trouble. (laughs) And I think that's one one of the things I love about being a facilitator is it's, um, it's different each day. Yeah, it is. You know, it's never with the, the same people thing. I see, with the stuff that changes, with I and don't. Like the with, thing is, we get the clearings and the change and the possibility and the whatever. I feel like for every one person in the class, we get it times that for ourselves. Like if there's ten people in the class, I get it ten times more than if I was just doing it on my own. Like feel like I change with the people. So yeah, it's it's incredible. And you get the, the, like, even just, like, um, you know, it's, like, it was so cool. I just did a, an intro class in Poland when I was at the three-day body class with Glenna Rice. And the class just, like, changed my life so much. I was, like, oh, my God. And it's, like, changed everyone's class. Like, it changed people. And they were, like, thank you so much. And they were all grateful. And I got paid. And then I was, like, oh, my God, I want to listen to that class again because it changed so much for me. And I don't even remember what I said. And yeah. so I, I listened to some parts of it, and I'm like, oh, my God, who did this class? This is awesome. <laughs> but it's just like, um, it's just so cool how much, like, you get out of it, and then everyone else gets something out of it, and it's a lot of fun, and you can make money doing it, and it's just fabulous. Very so addictive. True. It's And Very it's just addictive. so cool. Like, we're not living from this reality. Like, none of it even necessarily makes sense from a cognitive point of view, but something changes, like the world changes, your life changes just from being willing to do it. And I think yeah. that's one of the most incredible things about being young and crazy is like you're just willing to do it and trust and something always changes. Yeah, and I think that's part of like, well, when I was looking at the title, just like something kind of we both do and like that access is definitely contributed to like acknowledging and changing is it's like you I don't know about in your life specifically, I might know a little bit, but I know for me, it's like if I look back at all the stuff I was cha- choosing, 
it was like actually I had an awareness of choosing it because it worked for me or it was going to change something or it was going to create what I was looking for. Even before I had all these tools about asking questions and like checking out the energy and seeing what it was created, it's like, oh my God, I was actually aware of something before and here I just thought I was crazy or stupid. Right. Right. And so it's about trusting yourself. Yeah, and it's like so um, like how much have you – judge yourself as crazy or stupid and made all the choices you make wrong because you didn't actually see what they were creating. Wow. Everything that is we destroy and uncreate. Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and talk, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. Because like the, the weird thing about that is then it's like you don't get to see the brilliance in your choices. You only get to see how terrible and awful they are. You know, it's like if we actually bought into the fact that we were just crazy and stupid and doing anything, I don't think what we've created so far would have actually been possible. You know, oh, it's man. Like, if I wouldn't have, if I would have done things that I was supposed to do and not what I just wanted to do just for the sake of I want to do this and I'm going to do it, I don't know where I would be. I wouldn't be where I am today, that's for sure. That's for sure. Huh. <laughs> That's almost as good as that. If, if I had to do some, something every day. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and that's the other thing. It's like all those supposed to do, if you actually do them from like someone says you're supposed to do it rather than like actually choosing it for you, it doesn't actually work. You just like end up like resenting it, resenting yourself for making yourself doing it and like resenting you for like, buying who's ever part of you that told you about it and, like, hating them, too, because they got you to do it. Right. And I think that's part of the thing about being young, too, is, like, it's like you don't really... I mean, it, it can go both ways, but but I see it a lot more. You know, they just end up choosing things for them without, like, a reference point to a lot of people in some cases. Right. In some cases, it's not true, you know, but... It's 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 definitely more like they'll just choose what they would like to choose, especially with the kids today. I guess I'm not a kid anymore. I'm the kids kid. today. The kids today. Yeah. You know it's getting bad when I say the kids today, and I don't include <laughs> myself in it. <laughs> Everything yeah. that brought up. I'm talking myself, right and wrong, good and bad. I'm talking all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. What else you want to talk about, Julia? Well. Um. Like, do you have specific examples of, like, what what are some of the things that you have done that didn't make logical sense that created something way greater than you ever could have imagined? Oh, wow. Going to chiropractic school, I didn't – I was just, like, graduating school, and I didn't really have a a clue what I was going to do. I just knew what I didn't want to do, and I didn't want to – I had a – I was a bio major, um, well, bio, psych, and psych. Um, so I didn't. I knew I didn't want to go work in a lab and like use pipettes all day, and run gels and like sit. It, it just wasn't fun. Although the right. centrifuge is very fun, where they spin things around, I really enjoyed that part. But the other parts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like, I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. You know, my parents are asking me what I'm gonna do, and then I, and I'm wrestling, so I'm really not really focused on what I'm gonna do as much as I'm focused on like winning wrestling matches. And so my, I went to my chiropractor, and he's like, well, why don't you check out chiropractic school? And I was like, 
okay. So I went down to Florida and like walked around the cam- on Palmer's campus in Florida, and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I just kind of was like, I just kind of knew it was something I was going to do. And that's like I didn't really think about it much more than that. Right. And it was just like it didn't really. I was just like, oh. And if I look back at it, you know, it, it kind of makes sense it's enough of a like thing that people didn't really ask me reasons for it and stuff. Because they're like, oh, he's going to be a doctor. That's good. You know, he's got his life together. But I didn't really have a clue why I was going. I was just like, oh, okay. Um, and I think another one was just facilitators when I was just like, I would like to go. And I kind of just created everything to make it happen. Right. And it was just, you know, I and I didn't really know. Hmm? I got that? on the call late here, uh, and I was just wondering how you found access. Or how um, how access found me? I mm-hmm. how did it, I heard Dr. Dane on a telesummit, and I listened to the the call like over and over and over and over again with glee because I was like, oh my god, this is awesome! And then <laughs> I went to a class. probably related to him because you're both chiropractors. It's actually what got me to listen to it because I was kind of cranky and I was like in my inbox. I was like, I'd listen to the the telesummit and they kept, you know, they just churn them out, churn them out. And I'm like, oh God, another one. And then I look and it's a Dr. Dane here. And I'm like, oh, he's a chiropractor. I'll listen to what he has to say because I usually listen to the chiropractors. And then he started talking and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. (laughs) Say no chiropractor I ever heard before. (laughs) (laughs) Thank thank you, universe, for tricking me into it. (laughs) (laughs) So how far into chiropractic school were you when you found Access? About a year and a half. I was actually a certified Access facilitator before I graduated chiropractic school. Right. That was the same with me in university. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, yes. So I was just going to ask, is, is Julia back here? Um like, what gives you every day the willingness and the courage to do the crazy things that nobody else is willing to do? One, well, I don't actually think they're crazy. Okay. As, as weird as it sounds, people look at me, and I, I'm kind of starting to see that they think my choices are crazy, but I've never realized that my choices are crazy. Um, I didn't really actually – I'm just – this is something I'm just starting to get – maybe since after the seven day, maybe slightly before, but I'm actually seeing how different my choices are. Me and too. And just like the awareness, I like just the choice I'm making, it's just really kind of different. And I never really realized that one, it took courage to choose what works for you. And two, that it was different from what everyone else was choosing in a way. Right. I mean, I, I get that it is, different I just didn't see how different it is or right. just that the choices were actually creating something you know did your parents ever have trouble with with your crazy ways of life or their they were I was I was a very school? good kid I was a very good kid so I mean I think I think my mother has the most trouble with the fact that I'm a doctor now and I don't have like a practice that I go to five days a week at least right um that drives her a little bit insane um, <laughs> But besides that, um, they haven't had sat me down and had any kind of converse, strong talkings with me about how I need to get my life together. Right. Um, but who knows? Maybe that day will come, and I will laugh at it if it does. 
I will record it and post it on the internet for everyone else to, to listen to. Just so they can share in my glee. I think that's probably why my parents would never have that conversation with me because I would do something like that. But who knows? Maybe it'd go viral. That's a great way to make me a lot of money. Um, yeah. You're awesome. So well, thank um, you. <laughs> um, when when you um, like, what advice would you give? Like, let's do some clearings and like really look at this closely. Like, if you had somebody who did it, like who there was a big choice in front of them and it was crazy and didn't seem possible and just seemed too big or too much, like what would you say to them or how would you facilitate them? Choose it. <laughs> I, I think it's like, it, it's just like really looking at the, the first tool access gives us is, well, one of the first tools is light or heavy. Right. And it's just like sensing what that choice is going to create. You know, if it's like something that, that excites you, that like gets you so like pumped up just like thinking about it and it's just like, it's just, you know, you, you feel you, you get more alive just like with that choice. It's like that's kind of your awareness of what the choice is going to create. Right. And it's like most people don't think that. Like they, they talk themselves down. They're like ready to jump and then they don't do it. Um, well, and so, do. And, and I think it's, you know, because then they go in the reasons and justifications. And believe me, I've done it as many times as I've jumped to. So I really am quite good at, 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 at talking myself down. Because, you know, you go into like, oh, no, that, you know, this isn't right. The timing's not right. Or, or I can't choose it because I don't have the money. Or I can't choose it because I don't have the time. Or I can't choose it because I'm just too old. Right. Um, or I'm probably crazy and stupid. <laughs> or just too young. Yes, too young. You're just too too young to choose that. And it's like it's like when you go into the justification against your choice, you're just like fighting yourself. And it's like kind of one of the things that I've become increasingly aware of these days is just how much I've done that to myself in different areas of my life. You know, right. where where you're just like, oh, I can't do that or I can't choose that. Because it's like everywhere you like you say that, you stop your creative capacity to actually create it, to actually have it. You know what? And it's like, because it's like, okay, you don't have the money. Cool. What would it take for the money to show up? Or, you know, how could you create the money? Or who would like love to give you the money because they just would like to support you because you're awesome? You know, there's like a billion and one questions that can be asked. But when you go into like, I can't do this, then you just stop yourself. And it's like, sad. So everywhere you have stopped yourselves because you're young, crazy, and stupid or just stopped yourself because you, couldn't, you said you can't do it for whatever your reason and justification is, will you destroy and uncreate all that now? Yes, sir. Hmm. Right and wrong, good and bad, fun and pop, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. Because I, I think part of it is, you know, we said like choosing outside the box because it's like when you choose outside the box, you're not in a box. You don't have the limited menu of choice. You actually get infinite choice, which is way cooler right. from my point of view. Right. Hmm. Everything and, that is right wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Butt fog, shorts, boys, and beyond. Bam. Um, um, I, I think that, that like, cool. like, for me, being like doing access at my age, 
it's not even my age. It's just, it's really like doing access. It's like, I've had to be so brutally honest with myself about some of the crazy mistakes. And mistakes, yes, I don't know if they're really mistakes. They got me to where I am. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. But like, there, I have done things that are not smart things to do. And, well, I, and, I mean, here, wait, 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 wait. Let's rewind. Come on. Let's rewind. Okay. You're not mistakes, mistakes. Let's, like, let's, let's do that because it's like, you're not the only one who does that, you know. It's like, yes, I was stupid and fell on my face multiple times, but it got me to where I go, so I hate that choice, and I don't really regret it. It got me here, but I still really hate those choices. Um, that's so but, true. That's how I. That's where I'm at. Yeah, and I'm sure you're the only one, Julia. There's no one else there in the world that is like that. Um, but it's like, and that's what I always look at because Access gave this great tool of like, what's right about this? I like I'm not getting or you're not getting. And it's like I started doing that like in those places where I would make that mistake choice or something bad that would happen or something that, you know, there's just no conceivable way this was an awesome choice for me. Like it's totally fucked up. Oops, am I allowed to swear on this? Yes, conceivable is one of my favorite words. Oh, it's okay. inconceivable. Well, it's from the there, there, there pride. There is no way in hell this was ever a smart choice. I don't know what the hell I'm thinking. So it's, and then I ask the question, what's right about this? I'm not kidding. Because sometimes it's like you're functioning from just like these crazy points of view, you know, like some, some sort of unconsciousness or some belief system that you picked up that you didn't even realize. And the only way you're actually going to ever be able to look at it is if you, like, if something like that happens. You know, if you create something like that. Because all of a sudden you're like, one, this did not work out like I thought it would. Two, like, oh, my God, what the hell? And it's like, <laughs> you know, I've had those things where I've done that. And, like, like, you're right. You have to be brutally honest with yourself. And you have to, like, look at what, like, what created this choice. Because you created it somehow, some way. Like, you know, it was like you with your choice that created it. And I'm just like, you have to just be really vulnerable with it and be like, okay, like, what's what's going on here but the really cool thing is is when you get through the other side of those so much more stuff opens up for you and so much more magic and possibility and um i don't know just awesomeness i'm just going to use awesome a lot today because it's the word of the day um and it's like the other thing is dr dane here co-founder of access likes to say you know like what if every wrongness was a strongness so it's like the thing I find is where people in my life and everyone else that I facilitate, it's like where they tend to make themselves most wrong is also where they are the strongest. Right. So what strongness was all the wrongness with your mistakes that you're not willing to acknowledge? And then if you, if you make a mistake, it shows you when, when, it, when something's better, for, for lack of a better word, when something's better for you. So it's yep. okay if you make mistakes because then you have somewhere to go from or gauge from. Yeah. Well, well they're not really mistakes, too. So everything that is, we just try to create it all. Yeah. Yep. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because it's like, if, it's just a choice, and each choice creates awareness. So it's like when you choose things, you gain awareness. So if, like, you choose something, Julia, and you're like, ooh, that didn't work out, you got the awareness of some more stuff now. So it's like you're not in the same place. You're you have a completely different awareness, and then you've also seen maybe possibly something that has been limiting you that you didn't weren't even aware of before you made that choice. So it's like, how does it get any better than that? 
And then you can just chalk it up to being young, crazy, and stupid and choose again. <laughs> wow. Well, that totally derailed the ridiculous place I was going to go. That's awesome. I know. I'm awful. You are just a smart man. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, and I think that's, like, going back to the topic, like being young, crazy. We all have these areas. Oh. Mr. Gardella has left the building. But just, man, we've been dropping off, like, crazy today. Um, but to continue what he was saying, um, well, man, I learned from that. That's awesome. But it's like, this is what's coming to mind, is what energy, space, and consciousness can we and our bodies be to create a reality beyond mistakes, messes, Problem, um, that you have. I'm back. Everything uh, that doesn't we... allow that. You sound like you're playing a xylophone. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad. Julia, you're, with your you're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> your voice sounds like a xylophone. <laughs> it's kind of cool, actually. She was just saying what energy, space, and consciousness can, if you want to do that clearing. I don't know what what the clearing is. Oh, there we are. Okay, you're back. Crazy connection, man. We we just had a short intermission, and we're back. And we're back. On a totally different reality. Yes. Oh, I know what I was just saying. I was just saying, like, it is true. Like it's all building blocks to something that we maybe isn't necessarily cognitive yet, but like every choice does create some sort of future, no matter what it is. Yes. Um, And I think that's part of it too. That access continues to show me is it's like you have this thing as an infinite being called awareness and it's not necessarily all always cognitive. You know, it's just these things that, you know, you have to choose or these things you just do without thought. And, and it doesn't, it's not cognitive because it's awareness. It's actually not, like you don't have a cognitive awareness of it, like you're creating it. And like Gary always likes to say, choice creates awareness. So it's like when you choose something, you can get the awareness of it. And sometimes it's like I only get the awareness of what, like what my, why I'm choosing it, I guess, after I've already chosen it. It's like all of a sudden I choose something and I'm like, oh, this all makes sense now. Why? Like this is something that would be interesting for me to choose. Right. But before that, you know, it's just like you just got to jump. You just got to choose it. And it, it's kind of, um, it's it's really fun in one way and kind of like, you know, some people would say it's like nerve wracking. And I'm like, it's not really nerve, like, you know, we always ask in access, is that like, is that fear or excitement? You know, because people tend to choose like mix up the two. So that's another cool tool. You know how you were saying way back when, three hours ago when we were on this call about um, what some tools that you could give people like when they're choosing, big, making big choices in their life. And it's like, okay, all that energy you have with it, is it fear or is it excitement? And most of the time, it's excitement. Actually, all the time it is. But people like to lie, so 
Boom. Because fear and excitement have the exact same physiological reaction in the body. They both um, create, like, put off the same chemicals. Um, and so they're, they are often misidentified because if we had all of the excitement that we could have, like in regards to how incredible things actually are, if we were willing to see it and know it, like we would be so excited we couldn't stand ourselves. So we have to squash that into fear. That's an interesting visual, you being so excited that you can't stand yourself. I kind of like see you standing and then like really <laughs> excited. And I'm not really sure. It doesn't, it's just a very unusual concept and I'm not sure how the, the language got put out. But yes. <laughs> and then I blast off to the moon. And, Andrew's brain, I was like so excited she can't stand herself. What does that mean? Like does she have to sit? Is it like... <laughs> like no, it, it means I blast off to the moon. <laughs> Oh, you can't stand, or you know what? But you, you're so excited you can't stand there. Does that mean someone carries you? <laughs> like oh, maybe I see it now. I get it. You're so excited that your legs are all wobbly, so you can't yes. stand by yourself. <laughs> you can't stand yourself. Got it. Got it. it you know what? I'm <laughs> you are awesome. Uh, you're welcome. I just, I yeah, you know what? Maybe that should have just retract the. I'm having this no. problem with controlling this stuff. The inner monologue has become an outer monologue. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, uh, where were we before? Oh yeah, fear, fear and excitement. So let's talk about. Um, well, it's like. It's like, what choices do you have available? I, yeah, what choices do, you, do, we, do you have available or do we all have available that we haven't even considered? That we've written off because they're too scary. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of them. Everything that is, times it got to the end, we destroy and uncreate it all. Yes. yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, plays, and beyond. So yes, what yes, choices yes. do you do you have available that you haven't even considered because they're too scary? Or actually, you've considered them and you've considered them too scary so you won't actually choose them. Everything that is, time to Godzilla, and we destroy and then create it all. Yes. <sighs> right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. I might pass out. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of energy on that. I mean, it's just... And I think that's, like, you know how you were kind of were talking about, like, what makes like the choices you make and how different they are, Julia, or how like crazy yeah. they are. And it's like, that's one of the things. It's like the the choices I make that other people see crazy or scary have always just been like really fun for me. And I kind of mm-hmm. see how like it could be considered scary to people, but it was never actually scary to me because I just knew it was something that was going to create more for me. Right. So it, it's just kind of like, and one of the things is that I know is I really like change. So it's like, Change isn't scary for me. It's fun. But most people think of, like, change as being scary. Right. Yeah, that's really funny. That is something that is, like, fundamentally different from, you know, from other people, from people who are, you know, not willing to choose a crazy-ass life of consciousness. I I think it's actually no fundamental. Uh Yeah, it's no fun at all. (laughs) 
um, inner monologue, or what do you call it? Outer monologue. Inner monologue, yeah. outer monologue. Sorry, um, it was just too good to resist. I mean, because <laughs> it's, it's actually no fun. You know what they say, it's fundamental. I'm like, there's no fun in any of the things you guys say, it's fundamental. That's like, true. I don't understand. They try and trick you. It's like a bait. They say fun, and you're like, yay, and then they go mental, and you're like, oh, that's why, because it involves your brain. <laughs> See? Oh, oh God, man. that's a big breakthrough. So everything so all the that fun is. You could be, yeah. Wait, wait, I got it. I got it. So all the fun that you were going to choose, but then you went mental on it, will you now destroy and uncreate all of that? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Because that's like, the, you know, one of my favorite access phrases is if you're thinking, you're stinking. So it's like that's like people like have those choices and like they're like ready to choose them and then they go mental on them. They go into their head and they like talk themselves down. And it's right. Well, man, I keep going away. You Getting keep going away? Go. Come back. Here I am. Um, yeah. Yeah, so what choices do you have available that you haven't considered or you've considered too scary to actually choose? Everything that is, times I've got to tell you, we destroy and uncreate it all. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. Yes, oh, that's yes, just yes. really interesting how much energy is is just on it. I was like, and, oh, that's what I wanted to say. Thank you, me, for segueing back to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad today. Um, <laughs> I think I blame Julia. She brought it out of me. Um, anyways, back to actually something constructive. Uh, it's like when, like the, the scary part of those choices is that they'll totally change your reality. Well, or the thing that most people find scary about it is, like, they change your reality. But the cool thing, the amazing thing, the awesome thing, the thing that, like, gets you all energized and, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Is not able to that, stand myself. Yeah, so not able to stand yourself that you have to be carried or you need a walker or something to go with you. Um, is that that's what they're going to do. They're going to change your reality, which is really actually really exciting for you in your life that you don't enjoy it. Um, Say that again. I can try. I was just saying that, like, most people, like, they get scared for these, like, choices that are going to change their lives. But the thing is, one, it's not actually scared. It's just the amount of energy in it that's what they go to, and they misidentify it, as we said. But the thing is, they'll change your reality, which is, like, the cool part, the part that you're, like, been asking for, the part that, like, gets you really excited. It, like, undoes limitations which is like all of a sudden you have access to more of you and access to more energy and access to fun and joy and like all these really cool things that, you know, no one likes. Right. Um, Make sense or no? Yeah, and you said something in there that I wanted to, like, it was really cool what you said, how it's not the fear, it's the amount of energy in the choice. Oh, good. I, I think so. So how much have you misidentified and misapplied uh, or how? Uh, so, what have you made? Like, what? How much energy do you have a threshold for? Uh, that anything over that threshold becomes scary, or fear, or something <laughs> bad. Yeah, 
Everything that is, times a godzillion, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Yeah, because it's it's like you're in this reality where we make a big choice, something we've never done before, and you're faced with like this flood of like, ah, why did I do that? But really, what that is... Is that George of the Jungle? Like you're swinging from the tree? <laughs> What was that? You were awesome. I love George of the Jungle. I you're so excited that you can't stand George. yourself, so you're swinging by the trees. Yes. Yes, that's what happens. It's like, I right. just so much, it's too much to bear. I've made the best choice ever, and I'm just swinging through the vines because I can't stop myself. I think that's why you like Costa Rica, because you could live like George. <laughs> Well, yeah, so that's just absolutely um, funny. Um, yeah, but it's like all of a sudden you got this, like you make that choice and all of a sudden there's more access to all this energy and, you know, it, it is kind, it is uncomfortable because you're not comfortable. You're no longer in the same place, space, limitations, definitions as you were before you made that choice. Right. It's new. Wow. That's really cool. So how do you get more comfortable with being uncomfortable? I have my ways, you, but I want to hear yours. Oh, you, I kind of want to hear your ways when you say it like that. I'm like, I have my ways. Well, let me tell you, Julia, I have my ways. Uh, one, tell I just, me your I, ways, Dr. Gardella. I will tell you. I'm going to give big giving up all the secrets right now. Um, <laughs> I think the first thing is just to realize that I'm uncomfortable and I'm like, because sometimes, you, you know, like you've got so much going on and you're like, what is this? Is this like fear? Is this excitement? Is it, oh, I'm uncomfortable. And then I just go right to the number one question of, is this the change I've been asking for? And cool. usually after I acknowledge that, it kind of, something changes. And then after that, you know, either it, the energy turns up even more and I'm like, oh my God, or it does something. Or, and I, And then I just kind of like, I'm just like, okay, cool. This is what I've been asking for. How does it get any better than this? And, you know, sometimes it's like the energy is really intense. So you're, so I'm just like, okay, how much fun can I have with this? Like, what else is possible here? You know, because it's sometimes you want to just like crawl into a ball, you know, and just be like, ah, you know, or maybe you want to swing through the jungle. Um, but yeah. it's like usually once I get the awareness of it's the change I'm asking for, I'm I'm just kind of cool with it in some way, shape, or form. Okay. I just hang out with it, then I'm like, hey, what's up, Uncomfortable? You're the change I'm asking for, so you can hang around. (laughs) You're a hoot. Um, um, I like your way, and my way is I... uh... I really like your way. What I do is I'm like, okay, so what am like what future am I perceiving and what am I sensing? And like what's right about this choice that I'm not getting. But I'm going to yeah. start hanging out with uncomfortable cuz that sounds really cool too. Hang- it's like boom. You could also get a shirt that said I'm a stupid pointing at uncomfortable and that would just be really cool for me. <laughs> That's funny. I'm with uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm with uncomfortable. So okay, oh, wait. And, and and I think part of it is it's just like 
the, the uncomfortableness, like once you go into actually choosing it, you can't say the choice is scary anymore because you already have chosen it. So your next fallback position is uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Because it's no. like you've chosen it. So, so it's like you, you jumped out. So now you can't really say it's scary as much because you chose it. I mean, like, it never works on me. You already chose it. How can you say it's scary? That's like how you stop yourself. But now you chose it. So what are you going to do? Say it's scary so you won't do it again? It's like you already did it. So you had the courage to choose it. So it's kind of like, oh, well, now I'm uncomfortable. I don't like where, what I chose. Because so, I've seen a lot of people say they're uncomfortable with the choices. And instead of actually being committed to like seeing it through and like creating what they desire or choosing what they desire, they like back down or they're just like they get caught in this weird in between of like they can't go back but they don't want to go forward and they're just like stuck. <laughs> right. Mhm. So all the uncomfortable you've been using to stop you or keep you stuck. That was really yeah. the change you're asking for. Can we now destroy and uncreate all of that? Yes. Right, drunk, good and bad, fun, talk, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. I think that is the perfect, exact description of the title. Like the subtitle of today's show is choosing outside the box and creating a life that works for you. And the only thing, the only difference between choosing within the box or choosing outside of the box and creating a life that works for you is the willingness to say, hey, uncomfortable, what's up? Let's chill. Hey, I like, see, <laughs> copyright Andrew Gardella. Boom. Um, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I, think, I, think, I think we should have prefaced this show with a warning about that because I think really choosing outside the box, like the number one thing of choosing outside the box is you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. Right. Because you're choosing outside of a box. So it's somewhere you don't really know. You know, it's not something you've done before. You're going to be uncomfortable. It's uncharted yeah. territory. Right. And, and, and the thing that, carries, that carried me through that is knowing where I'm going, knowing why I chose that, knowing what I'm doing, knowing that I don't necessarily specifically know what it is, but I know that it, I'm creating something greater. Because I've spent years, years in like intense discomfort not knowing what to do and I hope that nobody ever has to do that but it's like what it has created and the future that I'm creating is amazing the discomfort that I went through is not necessarily a prerequisite but it's like if once if you can be that brave and willing to to step into it and step through it and chill with it um you know, what's possible after that is really incredible. Yeah, that was cool. I'm just so excited now because I'm going to, like, chill with uncomfortable because I don't really ever think I use that word, but now when it comes around, I'm going to be waiting. I'm going to be like, come on, uncomfortable, let's have a beer. Sit right here with me. (laughs) It's going to be my new Facebook status, and I will quote you in it. I'm quoting you in it. Oh, God. Um... Yeah, so uh, I don't, how long do we talk for? I don't really know. Is it like an hour? Uh, yeah, it's an hour. We have four minutes okay. left. Um, okay. But to wrap up, though, I would like to know what classes um, you're doing or promoting in the next while and how people can get in touch with you. 
Uh, yeah, they can find me on Facebook, Andrew Gardella. They can go to Access Consciousness. It's andrewgardella.accessconsciousness.com, and I'm on the website, and my contact info is there. And my upcoming classes, I have a five-day Bars Foundation in Level 1 in Michigan, and that's up on the Access website, and it's in December 5th through the 9th. And then I'm having, I'm working on my, my New Year's schedule as we, well, not as we speak, but before we spoke, I was working on it. And I got some <laughs> um, body process classes and, and cool stuff coming up too. So oh. check out the website. We'll be on there. You'll be on www.andrewgardella.accessconsciousness.com? Yes. Or you can just search me in the, like, find a facilitator thing. Right. Bing. Cool. God, you're brilliant. I have so much more awareness after this one hour. Well, yeah, see, you just got to hang out. I mean, you know what? I think you're probably better than most people because my my family hangs out with me a lot and they don't get any more awareness. I keep hoping it's going to rub off, but it just doesn't happen. Well, I'm looking for it. That's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's like a good G.I. Joe wrap up because knowing is half the battle so I'm looking for it and it's all the different <laughs> sorry oh, dear. Um, so so yeah um, what we have we have two minutes left any more profound words oh we have two minutes left I am he's getting complete I, did you guys hear what I just said or did I get caught again no you're here Yep, oh, we okay. heard you. Uh, yeah, but uh, on that note, go out and be young and crazy and stupid and enjoy your life and have a beer with Uncomfortable and see what it's yeah, like. Yeah, have a beer with Uncomfortable. See what it's like. Maybe take it to a, <laughs> a wine and dine it, you know? Who knows? Yeah. Wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. Maybe take it awesome. home with you. Um, that's a whole nother title for a whole other show that's a different box we're talking about there Um, yeah anyways thank you so much for having me on Julia I awesome it It was great to have you Andrew it was really fun and thanks to our callers and all those listening in the future and next week on the show uh, is Meredith Locker an incredible woman from Los Angeles Um, and we will be talking about relationships. So I will talk to you then. Thanks, Andrew. Bye, everyone. Bye.